Welcome to episode 188 of the Muck Podcast, a member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Listen in as we discuss the dark and sometimes weird true stories in American politics. I'm Tina Hadamio. And I'm Hillary Doherty. Hillary. Hi. Hi. <laughs> it's been a week. It's I been a it. long week. <laughs> Literally before we press record, it's like... Hey, here we are. Happy as can be. Happy little clams. Oh my god! (laughs) Your roof is done. (gasps) My roof is done. Can you believe this? I I pulled up. It looks so cute. Now, thank thank you because that's what happens when I pull up. I I got the kids back this week, and I pulled up to the house and go, "Look at our roof!" (laughs) You know, (laughs) look at all. Now, what I see is dollars. (laughs) Like, look at all that money. (laughs) (laughs) But I, uh, it was now you know, like two weeks before, it was a major problem because I have an AC duct on top of my roof, and which is not normal. But whoever I bought the house or we bought the house from the original owner. And when she put an addition on the back, they, that's, that's how they, they just it. said, you know, where are we going to put the AC on this flat roof? Let's just put it on the roof. And they just put it up there and, <laughs> and the airflow is really low in the back of the house. But usually, you know, summertime, it sucks. I get it. But like, usually it's fine. The roofing company told me that it'll be fine. We can work around it. It's the only roofing company that told me that. And so I believed them <laughs> and they were charging me a little bit more, but I was like, it's worth it. Cause I don't have to get an AC company out here to take the AC duct off the roof. And then two weeks before they were supposed to come out, the construction manager's like, we're worried about this AC duct. And I was like, go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. But he ended up being like a gem who I'm going to call this week and thank him for, he was the calmest person Ever. They have to be dealing with yeah, and they dealt with a cr- crazy person yeah who was saying things like y'all don't want to uh, do this to me yeah because <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have a problem um, especially because the quotes I was getting to take it off and put like AC in the back of the house was upwards of ten thousand dollars and I'm like wow. I'm not spending more money here so how it's are we gonna figure this out yeah and by the way why is it my job to figure it out you all figure it out especially after they said they were gonna figure it out and do it that's the best part (laughs) and ended up working out great I ended they ended up the people who the guys who came out and did the work were like really great they did a great job I'm happy with it and uh you know there were a little bit of drama but I guess I overthought a lot of it but I was worried you know you never know when you start to take things off of your roof what's happening underneath we don't know so Anyway, that's done. I've gotten insurance quotes. It looks like my insurance is going to be, it's going to be less than what I have now, but a little bit more than what I was paying the year before, but that's still okay. It's a lot. It's like thousands and thousands of dollars less than the quotes I was getting, like three to $4,000 less than what I thought it was going to be from other quotes. Oh my God. You know, but here's the, here's the crazy thing. Cause I do want to talk about insurance a little bit is that, um, The way that they're doing insurance in Florida now, it's separate. So I didn't realize this. My insurance was always together. Yes. Your homeowner's insurance and your wind mitigation, which is hurricane insurance, uh, was always in one policy. So how they're doing it now is they're separating it. You get a policy called X-Wind, which is regular, your pipes burst, you have a fire in your house, et cetera. That's your insurance. So my parents just got theirs. Yeah. Mine's $2,900 for the year. They... they my parents, it's like $3,400, yeah. and that's not including hurricane, the wind. So yeah. they're going to be close to eight. Right. So what's outrageous. So here's what, this This is the loopholes insurance companies are doing. So that's the that's my homeowners. It's 2900 
So I signed it quickly because I can't, I don't have my wind mitigation yet because I need to get my another, a four point inspection for my house to look at, which is happening Monday. So I can turn that over to insurance company and get my discounts for my new roof. All that stuff comes with wind mitigation. Okay. So I signed the homeowner's policy, the X wind very quickly on a Tuesday night. Cause I'm like, <laughs> give me insurance. Yeah. If there's a fire there's in five a, minutes, right. I need insurance. So Wednesday <laughs> morning, true. I emailed it to myself. Wednesday morning, I open it up and I start reading like, what did I sign? I knew how much, all I cared about was really how much. Here's the kicker now with homeowner's insurance. And I'm, I'm blessed that it's 2,900. Please don't get me wrong. There are waivers contained in your insurance policy now that you need to pay attention to. Oh, they have liability waivers, which means they're not responsible if there's mold in my house. They're not responsible if there's a flood as far as like the ocean comes up and floods, not a flood in the wall. But there's, they, they even with the flooding. Oh, they, so, so if there's like a rainstorm, it happens to be bad and water gets in. Yeah, that's flood insurance. That's something separate. That's a separate. That's a $600 a year insurance policy, which I don't have. I'm not in a flood so zone. Flood, I'm up off the ground. So flood just means your pipe bursts. Right. But wow. even with that, it's like you're limited by how much they'll give you. But the thing that fucks me fucks me up about the mold, especially, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking because that's how they're selling insurance now. These insurance companies are coming in and they're taking your money, which again, thank you insurance company for insuring me. But I don't know what they're actually going to cover if something happens, especially mold. Mold is tricky because there could be a leak behind your wall that you're not aware of. There's and it's wet and it's wet and it's wet and mold grows and you don't know until you open a right, wall up and right, you see it. Right. They, my, my liability waiver covers up to, uh, I think it was $10,000. So basically to take whatever, remove the wall, but they won't cover anything else. They're not responsible. This is how they're, this is how they're able to afford to cover claims. Oh my Do you understand? Because they're not really going to ever cover they're anything. They're not going to cover. So they'll just take the money. Yes. And then someone who I'm going to assume lives in a newer home yeah. or, you know, they're not going to have maybe the mold issues at some of right. the older homes. Oh God. Well, they could though, because it doesn't even matter. It really yeah. like water dripping. It could be anything you could have a leak behind your wall that you don't know about. I mean, God, you can't around, have x-ray your, vision. Yeah. And around your window frames, who I knows? would assume that there's going to yes. be some mold because like you water. have to be a super homeowner to be paying attention to what's happening. Here's the other fucking thing. That's crazy. It's not me. Here's the other thing. So now you have these separate policies for wind mitigation, hurricane insurance, and how they're doing this is crazy. Your coverage, your deductible is based on the value of your home. So you can get a policy that's 2% of your, of your, your, your value of your home or 5% of the value of your home. And that's what your deductible would be. So my home is valued at, I think, 225,000. Now, thank God, because if you go look at the property tax, it's valued a lot more yeah. than that. But the 5%, so my deductible, if something were to happen, would be $12,000. That's also how these these companies are not going to cover claims. Right. It's because no one can meet the deductible. Yeah. Now, so if you can't meet the deductible, then they don't pay anything? Well, no. They Then they would cover whatever the cost is. So say my roof gets ripped off during a hurricane. And that's I 20, have to pay the first $12,000, right. which is why we have insurance right. because nobody has lumps of sums of money hanging around. We pay these insurances all year so that if there's a catastrophe, we We're have covered. covered. We're covered. That's not what they're doing anymore. Now it's based on the value of your home and this percentage. So my policy would be less if I got the 2% because I'd be paying like more. They'll, I mean, and I'm thinking 
they did this at my office too. So my office, the value of my office that I work in is like $440,000. We get this policy. It's like, your deductible is going to be $40,000. My boss is like, we can just do the work ourselves. Like, right. why are we going to do this? So we didn't get wind mitigation because it was going to, what, what's the point? What's the point? Which is what they're doing. Which is what they're which doing. Which is why they're able to offer insurance and, here. And I feel like, so so if you get that policy, right, you're going to pay 5% of the value of the house and the, and, and the whole house goes put in some storm and somebody's house is worth 200,000 mm-hmm. then they're going to give you 200,000 to rebuild you after you pay your deductible after you pay your deductible by the but way still I feel like 200,000 let me tell you something you can't even let somebody gets a, a kitchen and a bathroom by, by the way whatever that's half could be half the cost of that 200,000 I gotta say something else or, too you know they say the house is 225 yeah. like I said but I gotta tell you I think that it's it would cost a lot more than that to, to rebuild, rebuild a house well to rebuild this house absolutely yeah. and let me say something else I've been reading this article oh it came God. out August 6th in the Washington Post it's called how Florida let a top insurer abandon homeowners in their time of greatest need every Floridian should go read this article it's crazy town it's crazy town especially because they pay it's about it's about this a company called it's called United Property and Casualty. It was one of the largest insurance companies here in the state of Florida. And they had like millions of policies. Then the hurricane hit, like Irma and Ian like hit. Yeah. And they started having $30 million to quickly $150 million in losses, paying out claims. People were, this is like what happened in Fort Myers. They'd give people $11,000 and then they, you would never hear from them again. Wow. Your insurance like contact there would disappear this comp and then there was no regulation. That's the other part that I'm reading now about in this article, which is so fucking good. But it talks about how the state of Florida, you know, we need lawmakers to keep these motherfuckers in check. We have an insurance commissioner and he says he's doing his job, but they're not regulating these insurance companies and they're not making sure that they're solvent. Right. This company went under and these people so- are never going to get their money. And one of the, here's the thing about the mold. One of these couples, it's living in Fort Myers, there's all this water damage in the house. They they called, they hired somebody to come in and say, this is how much it would cost to replace your house. The guy walks in and he goes, like, he's like, we got to get out of here. And he's like, what? He comes back in with a mask on and he just puts a hammer in the wall and opens it up. There's fucking black mold all in there. Because the thing about water coming in your house is if you have to immediately put fans in, those industrial oh. fans, to start drying the walls, because that's when, like within a day mold starts growing you have to dry your house out and that didn't happen these people sat and lived in this house and the guy's like we have to get out of here because it's going to get in your lungs and the guy the owner of the house is like oh i've had this weird cough since january that won't (gasps) go away this is one of the the people that were abandoned by this company their house is the guy said it needs to be demolished you can never live in this house again can never they only got thirty one thousand dollars from the insurance (gasps) company the insurance company went under so, you know, this is one of many stories yes. about this company. And and I can't remember if it was when we spoke, spoke to Hillary Cassell or if I was speaking to someone else because, you know, my brain. But um, from what I understand, too, with these insurance insurance companies, like every year they have to sort of like get renewed or yes. show that they're solvent yes. or and they get grades, you know, like these insurance companies get graded. Mm-hmm. And but a lot of them have their money. Yes. Out of the country. That's how this country. They how this, have their yes. money out of the country to somehow prove their solvency. I don't know how they do it. Um, and it, it's like this bidding. It's this crazy thing yeah. that's happening 
for them to kind of prove that they could cover people if they need to. And then shit like this happens because it's all, it's all like a shell game with, yeah. with where they're hiding the money and where they're putting the money. Because I feel like if things are going legit, yeah. why is everything happening off our country's shores with these insurance companies. Listen to this quote, because this guy, Michael Jaworski, is the Florida's insurance commissioner, so they talked to him for this article. And it says in here, quote, a big problem, Jaworski said, is that his office has been limited in what they can do regarding how parent companies act and what they can do with their money. He pointed to recent legislation, including the new Insurer Accountability Act, that has given his agency more resources and reach to better govern, govern insurers, though the Though the toughest provisions of the law were stripped from the final version, officials have pledged to fully investigate UPC's conduct and any other allegations of bad behavior. UPC's business model, insurance and financial experts say, reflects a lack of regu regulatory framework that has been made has made it even harder for Florida residents to get back on their feet after disasters. So this it all lands with the legislature. Yeah. When I tell you that they could do something about this, they could put give this insurance commissioner more leeway to go after these motherfuckers. They won't do it. And do you know why? Because they money. donate to they give them money. DeSantis. And I mean hundreds of millions of dollars. All the money we're paying to our insurance right. company is given into to, to donations to the Republican majority, including and the governor, to not put these in. Why would you strip away harsh uh you know regular actions against insurance companies? Why would you do that? This these people lost everything. It's shocking and it's scary as fuck. And I was trying to explain it to my son last night and I was trying to explain it to my daughter today. And I said, really, at the end of the day, it's just really scary. It's very scary. It's really scary. And the fact that, you know, I always think insurance is a scam. I think yeah. homeowners insurance, health insurance, <laughs> auto insurance, it's a fucking scam. And it's because you're paying just in case. Yeah. And that to me is ridiculous. And especially because and, and, just in case happens, you yeah. better fucking pay up. You better yeah. pay up. And the thing with the the whole just in case scenario is the thing that always boggles my mind is that people who don't have insurance can go in and they can negotiate. Yeah. You know, I had someone who was telling me that they were going for like an MRI or something. Right. And the MRI with my insurance was like, I forget, I think it's like 250 bucks or mm. something like that, $300 maybe um, with my insurance. Yeah. And Joe Schmo without insurance can go in and go, well, I can pay this, I can pay that, whatever. And then- gets it for two. So yeah. I'm like, I don't understand. You're paying 200 out of pocket because you don't have insurance, but I'm paying 350 or whatever it was. And I have, plus I'm paying insurance. It's yeah. You know what I mean? I like, mean, it's, and, and, it's, and how can like some, the MRI place go, well, it's 200 for you, but it's 350 if you have this insurance and it's 400 for you with this and it's 200. For, well, yeah. it also, it should just be an it, MRI cost yeah. X amount of dollars. Yeah insurance or not it's a hundred bucks if you have insurance and your insurance covers it you don't pay anything if you don't have insurance it's a hundred dollars like i don't understand this weird sliding scans? scale of numbers yeah, i was just talking about it this morning like scans when, when we had with the <laughs> health insurance i had when i was on family insurance it was like this when obamacare went into place insurance companies fought health insurance companies fought obamacare so badly because yes. they thought we're going to lose a lot of money except they got into a dark room and they're like hmm, how, can, how we can we still we make money i know we'll make deductibles per person in the family five thousand yeah. dollars each and yeah. that way 
They you have know, to pay. If there's an emergency, I hope you have enough money for each person in your family to pay for that deductible. And that's what's happening here. Hmm, how can we still make money? And yeah. how can we make money and still not cover anything? I know. We'll make the deductible twice, three, yeah. four times what it used to be. It's so that, like a cafeteria. So that my, you yeah. go in and you can pick this and you pick that and pick, and then you're getting hosed yeah. because they're all these separate things and they think they're giving you a deal because then they'll be like, oh, bundle this or yeah. get this. And Could you imagine a hurricane comes through and like everything's ruined and they're like, by the way, you now you need to give us $12,000. Yeah. And, Before we and I got to tell you, you something else. You give them $12,000, I'd be very weary if you're going to get something in return. And so I don't understand the whole point of it all. Why are we making it easier for insurance companies to get bigger? And then we're not getting covered. There's something fucking ass backwards about that. And we all need to start thinking about how we're going to, because otherwise I don't know what we're doing here. What are we living here for? This doesn't, this isn't happening except in California. I know it's happening. Like in these states where environmental disasters, which is another thing on my list, like this, these environmental disasters that I've been watching for the last few months, the earth is pissed. Yeah. It is pissed off (laughs) and it's coming for us. It's coming. And it's well deserved. We are. We deserve it. Yeah. I mean, it's humanity it. has wrecked the, the, this this earth. But I okay. So yeah, I want to talk about Hawaii with these fires. So our good friend Carolyn Peterson lives in Hawaii, and so she was saying that, or Caroline, sorry, Caroline yeah. Peterson, she was saying that, um, you know, they had a hurricane off the coast of Hawaii, so they felt the hurricane winds, and that's what knocked down these power lines. Yeah. And then the wind is going, and the fire is yeah. blowing all over, and that's what yeah. destroyed. So that is a natural disaster. The hurricane winds coming is a natural disaster. Yeah. Then I saw a fucking house fall off a cliff yeah. with these raging rivers. Then I saw a house floating down a river in Norway that had just fallen off of a cliff. And just like, what are we doing? The coral reefs is a major thing in Florida. I mean, and they, with this heat. The, with the night, 100 with degree weather. Heat yeah. And the water being so warm. Like there are people that have been like diving out there trying to do whatever they can. Let me tell you something. To try to save these reefs. And people don't understand yeah. that like, this is like the reefs are like an organ, like they're an organism that yeah. needs to exist. Fish won't ex- it won't live without <laughs> the reefs. We need it to exist for the ecosystem, for the structure of our shoreline. Like there's all this, of this stuff. That's the part that I is didn't necessary know. Necessary for the way, yeah. our state. Yeah. So the New York Times did a whole article. They went down to the Keys, and there's people down there, and the pictures of these people who have been trying to save these reefs or are growing reefs yeah. to put back into the ocean. Yeah. Uh, they're just so sad. And they're like, why aren't, why isn't anybody doing anything about it? Like, they're just so fucking broken about what's happening. But what I didn't know and I read in the article is that 97% of the force of the water that comes up on our shore during a hurricane is stopped yeah. by coral reefs. 97%. What do you think happens when I'm a mile and a half from the beach? And all that's When gone. there's no coral fucking reef. Yeah. No, we're done. What in the fuck? We're done. Like, like we're when done. they say everything works together, everything works together. I know fish will disappear. Like we won't have fish anymore. Remember, people will be like, remember how great it was when you see fish? Like they're going to be gone, but there's also going to be waves coming down Atlantic Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I'm going to go, I wish I had had that I, flood insurance. Yeah, where's I mean, my surfboard? Coral reefs <laughs> are disappearing because there's, but there's all, they're all a part of how our earth survive. Like everything works together. I just saw a fucking story on CNN that they're invest. This company is investing a billion dollars. They're making robot bees. They have a picture of it. Oh yeah, because robotic because, bees. Yeah, well, because bees are like yeah, 
the center of everything. They pollinate. That's why we have vegetables and yeah. fruits. I mean, everything. And trees. there's been such, um, they're, they're not going extinct, but they no. are, they are, they are, they are in harm's way. But instead of actually saving the bees. Their populations instead are dwindling. Instead of actually put, put a billion dollars into bee farms and, and create right. real bees. No, we're going to make robotic bees. It's so fucking wild to me. Like just this idea of technology and having to create something to replace. What we've like, done. Yeah. Like that's how they're replacing humans that way. You know oh, what I mean? Like this is it, what girl. we're all fighting for. Like it, the it's robots over. are going it's to. It's over. It's over. We're, why would anybody invest a billion dollars in making a robot bee? Like there are bees that still exist. Can we just uh, get these motherfuckers <laughs> mated and like figure that out? Get them to stick their penis into the queen and let's go. Like, yeah, what but the I fuck? Think, but I think with the bees too, it has to deal with the weather and the temperature. And you know, there's all oh. of these things and like that, that, that for their ecosystem to be able to thrive, it's, that it's not happening. It's so human. Because we just bulldoze through create, everything. Yeah, but it's just so human to ignore the real issues like climate change and then and then go you know what we should make is a robot bee I know. but we're going to ignore the fire that's right outside our door right that's so human and why we're broken and why the earth is is done with us you know they're the earth is done with us I mean, y'all better really get used of, to that yeah. idea and i think about it like think about when our children have children and those kids are oh. 20 years old like what is this planet gonna be no, no, i don't no, even no. know it's, florida won't be here i am sh i'm 45 and i am shocked by the weather disasters that i have been witnessing yeah. on twitter or whatever like it's wild to me and how are people not noticing that it's like happening all the well, time and like the, constantly and the other thing and i know we're probably going to talk about this but i have to segue into you know it's about education right it's about mm. teaching kids and listening to science and then you have nut job governors yeah. like ours believing science who who you know has approved curriculum for the state and i know we talked about it last time this want, prager yeah. you curriculum where they in one of their videos they they say that climate activists are like Nazis <laughs> and how fossil fuels are your friend, okay? So what, I mean, what is that about? That's about let's ignore the problem. Again, like let's build a generation well, of kids who don't think that this is an issue and you're going to do this in the state of Florida where, as Hillary said, we are in dire need between the coral reefs, the algae blooms, you know? It's all about <laughs> prayer though. Like that's another thing. Oh, it's God. like, if you give all these, these problems up to God, uh -huh. then he'll solve them for you. God's doing this. Yeah. Like I said, a couple weeks ago, <laughs> God said, I'm going to create man in my image, <laughs> this beautiful earth. I'm going to give them everything they need to survive. No. And then he checked in in the seventies and he was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I thought they'd figure this out. Cause I turned the heat up no. and now he's checking in and he's like, you know what? Fuck them. Put all everything up to 100 to <laughs> put everything up to 11 we're gonna boil <laughs> you know it's gonna boil us fuck them because that's it's that's what's happening that's what's happening there's nobody coming to save you this no. is who's created if you think god created the earth you better believe god's fucking <laughs> gonna destroy it as well put that in prager fucking you oh my god i mean uh i wanted to ask you so Last week we talked about AP Psych that yeah. was taken out, and within days the Florida Department of Education is like, oh no 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 Psych, yeah <laughs> Psych, backpedal backpedal yeah. backpedal. Now but I think back. we talked about it, and I oh I don't know if we talked about it on the show or not, but it just seems interesting to me mm. that when the AP African American lit yeah, that they're not by the that. wayside, they're not backing by that, but because probably a bunch of white angry parents yeah. flipped out because 
AP Psych is one of those psych, one of those AP classes that it's a, ch- a college level class, but right. it has got a good ha- uh, pass rate and it's, you know, kids enjoy it. Um, so it's something that's like, okay, I can throw this on my schedule. I can get a good grade in mm. it. I can boost my GPA. You know, it's got all the things. So of course there's going to be a lot of angry parents. So now you're going to backpedal for that because it's not just the black parents who are upset. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's how I'm looking at it. Uh, excuse me. Chevron, Senator Chevron Jones had a town hall about uh, the African-American history yeah. and what's happening in the schools in Miami. It was supposed to be, I think, Thursday. And um, there was a couple speakers, including Manny Diaz, who's our education commissioner. Who he was bailed. confirmed and he bailed the morning of. He and bailed. didn't show up. And that, that was a packed house. And he had the opportunity He's to explain. And he didn't. He is a coward. He said there were scheduling conflicts. He was oh, going from he was please. going from school. He was going into different schools on the first day of school. Oh, this give was me a at break. Night nobody cares. Day. Yeah, nobody he's wants a, to see your face. He's no, a fucking no, nobody coward. Nobody knows who you are, frankly. I mean, <laughs> I, I have to tell you, I have never seen the worst kind of people. Is this the people who put these things into action and then don't and then hide, hide when it's yeah. not session? And that's I like know, a Marco Rubio move. Yeah, and you know, and, yeah, and you and uh, Lamarco does the same uh, thing. Yeah. You know, he shows up where he where he knows he's not going to get yelled at. It's fucked up, and especially if like Should you be you put out these statements that you support these these changes, and then you can't show up and and talk to a crowd of people. You can't take the fucking heat. Get out, then. Then you should get out. Uh, what about DeSantis's campaign is fucking imploding? I cannot believe, I cannot believe the changes that he is putting all over this fucking thing. First of all, there was an incredible article in Sun Sentinel. I think I sent you a screenshot of it last week um, where his major contributor, this guy, Bigelow, I don't know, some some casino guy in Las Vegas has been giving him $20 million at a time. Oh, oh, and it's and like, he called no he called DeSantis's campaign manager last week and he's like, I'm not giving any more money. And he, and there was a silence on the phone. And he said, and he was quoted in the article going, I thought she passed out. Because <laughs> he's like, I'm, until DeSantis can show this guy that he can get money from other people. He can't. Then he's not contributing another dollar. Nobody well, likes him. That's a huge burn in his campaign because he he's running out of money and so what does he do he decides he's getting out instead of like remember he's changing the font he's changing his stance on abortion he's changing his stance on that not that he's for he abortion cha- he won't change he, any yeah. laws he now his he took his chief of staff of his office governor's office and that person's now running his campaign the person who is in charge of like i don't know some other bullshit it's crazy what is he's happening. blaming everyone but himself yeah, yeah. is that's what's happening here you got to change the he, candidate he, what he needs to do is look in the mirror and he's got to fire that guy yeah that's that's who needs to be and fired. so his campaign is fledged is flailing and so what does he do he comes back to florida this week mm. and he decides he announces he's going to remove oh my god this the orange this, county uh, yeah. osceola county state attorney yeah ba- district monique. attorney baby monique warrell yeah He's going to remove her from office. Elected black woman. Yeah. Elected. The people elected her. He removed her. He did the same thing to uh, the attorney over in Hillsborough County, the mm-hmm. state attorney. Mm-hmm. Now he's removed mm-hmm. four Democrats from office mm-hmm. that have not been charged with a crime. Yep. You are and allowed. I- you can take people off. Like when he removed the four 
uh, Broward County school board members. They'd all been found in that in that that jury, whatever that thing was called. Yes. He removed them from office. If you're charged with a crime, I totally get it. Yeah. Democrat, Republican, take them out. Right. He took out Scott Israel was one of them. Right. And these two attorneys and somebody else. They've never been charged. They're not under investigation. They've never been charged with a crime. And he removed her from office. Yeah. And I was just trying to look up and I believe that they removed her because like she didn't. Let me see if I can find They don't it. like the way that she has uh, tr- prosecuted crimes. Like yes, she, he thinks that there she's was letting someone, people get away with shit. Yeah, who had guns or something yeah. like that. Violent so, criminals aren't being yeah, prosecuted yeah. the way that, they, that he thinks they should be. This is not what that's about though. No, it's, it's because just, she's a black woman. And he wants to make the news. Yeah. And, and he wants to show all the racists that yeah. he is there supporting them. And he replaced him. He appointed, because he has to appoint somebody, this black attorney, this guy who immediately removed mm-hmm. the DEI, the D- Diversity Education uh, train, e- Equality Training, whatever it is. He removed that from their their staff. Yep. And her, he, I think one of her, like um, like someone high up in her chief. He fired her. Who was on maternity leave. Yeah. Which I believe when you're taking the FMLA, you're not allowed to lose your job. Like, I think that's a crime. Unless they're going to tr- try to like say... Uh, that they removed her for some other reason other than her being home with a baby. This woman, Monique Worrell, is on the ballot in 24. And she could get reelected. And And he's probably will. And he could pull her again. Unbelievable. And this This is a duly elected person. This is another example of DeSantis, the dictator. Yeah, this is fascism. Wanting things his way. And I can imagine that anyone sitting in any seat in this state... On any level, from a local level, what if he removes Harold Pryor? Right. I what mean, if he removes Harold, who's our our state attorney? Yeah. Oh, people would. Lo- well, I don't know if people would lose their mind. I, I think they would fucking lose, would. would uh, you don't mind. think they're losing their mind in Orange County right yeah. now? Absolutely. This is an outrage. It's an outrage, especially because another one of those. What's the guy that you covered, Greenberg? Joel Greenberg. Oh, okay. yeah. An, the seventh person associated with Joel Greenberg and his crimes was charged this week and found guilty. Yeah. Like charged with another crime. Was it Lazaro? I don't know, but seven people around this guy have been charged with crimes. He never removed any of them. He never removed Joel Greenberg. He never did anything. This guy was like vagrant. This guy was like a sex, like wasn't he involved with the sex trafficking? Yes, with teenage girls. Anton Lazaro. Yeah. He was sentenced to 21 years for sex trafficking minors. Yes. This is who he's was, hang- that, was that who this it was? is who Joel yes no? this is who yes okay. this is who Joel Greenberg's hanging out with he never removed Joel Greenberg who had all those rumors around him and then started getting charged never fucking removed him but he's removing people who have never been charged with a crime yeah it makes it pretty obvious but that's what he's coming off the campaign trail to do meanwhile you see these clips of him he looks oh. like a psychotic person wait, where he's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you know it's like he starts to laugh and it's like he knows because somebody told him people think it's weird when you laugh yeah. so he immediately Ugh. stops laughing and he's like he is a weirdo he's such a fucking weirdo he's a weirdo he's a weirdo and he's losing and he's gonna <sighs> come back here and we're gonna get it oh yeah we're gonna get yeah. it yeah you know he's the abusive father yeah who is you know uh, mad He's got some, you know, job he can't, it doesn't like. Something sets him off and he's going to come home and beat the whole family. And we are the family. You, now, here's the thing. I we gar- are the family. Yeah, yeah. And I guarantee you he's going to angle 
for a third term. Now, we'll hear rumors about it. I don't know if the legislators will actually go along with it because they don't have to, right? Like, they know if he's out, he's out. He can't hold anything against them anymore. But I think he's going to angle to stay in power because he has no other options unless he runs against Rick Scott. Oh, no, not Rick Scott, Rubio, because Rick Scott's 24. So he could run against, oh, maybe he could run against uh, Rick Scott. Maybe if he loses maybe. his presidential, maybe if he pulls out, maybe he'll run against Scott. You think he I wish his that? mother had put his father had pulled out. All right. <laughs> Hold on a second. Now, P.S. I got, oh, I, I know this. I, I said, I, I can't have a long episode. I have to run out of here, okay. but I've got a couple other things. Um, abortion on the ballot in Ohio. In Ohio yep. Holy Woo! shit. Thank God. Now, this is seven states, seven states yep. where abortion was put on the ballot for uh, the ele- for the voters to choose whether it should be legal or not and take it out of the legislator's hands. Yep. And people said, no, we want safe and legal abortion for women and girls and anyone else with a uterus right. in this state. We're talking about Kansas, Ohio, yep. and the Michigan, college turnout. California, the college turnout. That's, the why, college they limited, turnout. that's why they're limiting it here. This is going to happen in Florida. It will be on the ballot Woo! in 2024, and we are going to make sure that abortion is safe and legal in the state of Florida again. That is what's going to fucking happen. And these legislators can go fuck themselves up there. They think they know what's best, but the people are telling you what they want. Shut the fuck up and sit down. You haven't done your jobs. You have fucking screw the pooch on abortion rights and now we're gonna tell you how it is this is how it's gonna go i am so proud when this kind of shit happens oh my god this is what democracy fucking looks like that's right this is it because guess what all of the conservatives that that you think are on your side those women want access to abortion for themselves for their daughters for their nieces for their grandchildren that's right and i'm tired of this bullshit going back to like this Prager you bullshit of of telling women that we should only be happy uh being or, or or find joy in being a mother and a wife and raising kids and yeah that's great but women are more than that we are not factories for men to to just pop out babies for society that's I'm sorry here, I'm sorry. Let's no. Be, let's be honest. It, 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 I know abortion isn't a topic we all like to sit in front of big rooms and talk about. I get it. I get it. Listen, even in one-on-one conversations, it, it can be uncomfortable and uneasy because those moments are not good moments for women or girls to have to make these decisions and actually go and do. It's really, it's not easy. These aren't easy things, but we have to talk about them and we have to bring them out into the light so that people understand. But in the, in the, in the safe, confined place of a voting booth, people know what's right. They do. They know what's right. And they are, nobody ever wants to be put in the situation where this is a, comp, they have to have this conversation with their wife or their daughter or their sister and say, what, and they're scared. And they right. say, what am I supposed to do? Those are hard conversations to be in. But when people put themselves in those situations here and they go, oh no, if this happens, I want to be able to take my loved one or my friend or my daughter to a safe place. And that's why they're voting this way. The, the majority of people will never have to deal with an abortion no. story in their life. That's never, it doesn't touch a lot of people. But when it does, they need to make sure that their loved one is taken care of. That's what this is about. And it's I, not about mass killing right. of babies. It's about a very oh, sensitive please. situation where we need to make sure that our loved one is going to be cared for and come out of it surviving. This is a real thing. It's not about... You know, I, I was trying to explain last night about how 
you know, they changed these laws in Florida a year ago. It was like, oh, well, you got to go in front of a judge. Now it's like, we need to see a police report if you're claiming rape. I mean. To get, have an abortion. And I guess you what? You need to see Women a police don't do report. That. Women don't do that. Like, it's a humiliating situation and it's, it's, har- it's harmful to this, to this victim. And you're making it even worse. Like, we don't want to put our, our loved ones through these kinds of things. Why would you make a law like this? So now we're going to take it back. Then we're going to put an end to that bullshit real fucking oh. quick. I'm like crossing all the fingers and real toes. quick. We're going to do that. We're already over 600,000 petitions signed. We need a million yep. by December. I we're think over 600,000 across the state it. of Florida. We're That's incredible. And especially once school starts in the fall. Yeah. And these, the college, uh, campuses, college campuses. It's over. That's it. And you're going to see. You're going to fucking see. We're done with this fucking. We're done with this fucking conversation. Oh. Okay. Here's another thing. Do you have something else? No, I got my list is so long because I didn't have a story. So I was oh. just like, here's all the things I'm going to oh. say. <laughs> Clarence Thomas, ProPublica. Oh, <laughs> ProPublica came, came out, out again. Came again. out with another article. And here's the list. Here's the list of everything that they've found. 38 destination vacations. This is all bought and paid for by yeah. rich uh, donors. 26 private jet flights. Eight helicopter flights. He's got to get off. 12 VIP passes to sporting events. Two stays at luxury resorts in Florida and Jamaica. Mm. By the way, one of the people giving him money was Ron Bergeron over here who owns that, <laughs> the Bergeron Rodeo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a big Republican. This is one of the people giving him rides and doing all that kind of stuff. So like, these, this is now, come on. Come on. Get off the court. Yeah. It's and, time. And, and that this man, all this stuff is coming out and he has no shame. No. And no, no sense to go, you know what? I better step down because there's someone else going, don't step down until yeah, his wife or, his wife is or, doing it. or don't step down until there's a Republican in office so that we can right. replace you right. with another Republican. Listen, uh, listen, I'll, I'll do this respect. court is not a nonpartisan <laughs> yes. court, man. When you think about Supreme court justices, don't you think like, wow, like brilliant. Wow. Like brilliant people. This guy's an idiot. Great minds. They catch him in this grift and he goes, Oops, I didn't know. Yeah, oh God. Like, can you imagine a brilliant person like justice on the Supreme Court making decisions that affect hundreds of millions of people so I didn't know I couldn't take that yeah. trip. That's your excuse? But you know he can't step down because he can't go home. To now, crazy You can't Jenny. go home to that wife who now will also lose hundreds of thousands of I dollars a year ass in court. that she makes because her husband's a Supreme Court yeah. justice and she has access. So, but major problem. Should... should both be in jail. I mean, they, he needs to be removed. Yeah. And the fact that they're, and then I get it, like who back when they were creating this idea of a Supreme court would have thought that they needed something in place for removal of people in office like this. Yeah. And it's insane to me that there just isn't pressure well, on him repeatedly yeah. to resign, especially from lo- Republican lawmakers. My mom and I were just talking about this week. She's like, I just the can't law believe, and order people like watching, like watching Trump get charged and then his popularity goes up. She's like, I just can't believe it. I was like, yeah, because years ago, you know, even in the, I mean, it started in the nineties with the new Gingrich of it all, yeah. but like even there then. was, a, there was a real time in this country for most of our uh, history where there wasn't this kind of partisanship. And, and, and like with a Richard Nixon, it was the Republicans in his party in Congress who told him, resign. This, yeah, this is it. We're holding hearings. Yeah. You are no longer going to be president. They held him accountable. And they did that because they know what's the difference between right and wrong. They held out for a long it's, time. It's the democracy of our country yeah. at stake. They, they, they understood that protecting 
the democracy was more important than having than protecting a tricky tricky dick right like that's what was important more than anything else and so we don't have that anymore it's us versus them and that's not how it's supposed to be that's not how congress is supposed to be working for us and if they see a crook on the supreme court they, a year ago they should have called this fucking guy out this is outrageous that they're letting him they're get away with this. They're never going to do it because they're all tied too. You right. know what I mean? Everybody's hands are dirty in this. Yeah. Ooh, girl. Uh, um, my last, well, a couple of things. Two, two other things. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Did you see the Montgomery brawl shit on Twitter? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm fucking obsessed. And I started showing my kids last night. I'm like, and look at this. And look at this. The fucking videos are so goddamn funny. I am dying laughing every time I watch them. It is shameful oh absolutely it is absolutely absolutely shameful what these people did Mm. and the fact that they felt like they could get away with it and now they want to cry because you know people came in and beat the shit out of them for their shit behavior yeah (laughs) i don't have sympathy for them (laughs) and they've all been charged the other thing that i thought was great was you know because people online they're like oh who's this person what's his name what's this oh, oh. they own a business and they're like go to the business start yeah, with your Yelp business, reviews start with the Google reviews start <laughs> with the you know what I mean this is not the That's time your, to be acting is, like a dick that is your business's reputation yeah and I hope it goes under yeah I hope it goes under I, and you got to sell your boat you know what I really want to you got to sell like, that boat and it really that the idea that this security guard just said hey man can you move your boat? I want to hear and that. And you are such that. a jerk yeah. that you think that you are so entitled that you can't move your boat and you got to try to kick somebody's ass. <laughs> oh my God. It's ridiculous. You're like a child. You're like a little child. Move the boat. Why don't the laws work for you? Yeah. Why don't the rules work for you? Because you're some rich white asshole. Get out of here. But also the fairy you look at the videos, the ferry sitting there waiting. There's hundreds of people sitting on that yeah. ferry watching this whole thing go down. These white, stupid, drunk pieces of shit were sitting there harassing this guy, saying no, 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 or whatever, thinking that nobody was going to watch, no one was watching. Right? Or, that no, they, or that nobody would care. That nobody would care. That they could just get away with it because of who they are and this, that, and the other. Listen, I Nobody saw, likes you. I saw a video where this guy was like, listen, this is what happens when it's out in public. Like we weren't there for Trayvon Martin because he might've survived. We weren't there for um, George Floyd because maybe he would have survived. Like this is what happens when you do this and people come to rescue. They could have beaten the shit out of that guy. Yeah. And they didn't get the opportunity to do that. Shame on you. Shame. But also like, I'm not a big TikTok person, but because I I saw all these videos on Twitter, but like the level of creativity of people reacting it or, you know, recreating it or doing something with the hat flying up and a black black Aquaman comes swimming in or like just, I saw the chair was interviewed. Like I, (laughs) I can't tell you how much I enjoyed watching all of that. Um, My last thing is that, um, we are almost at 200 episodes. I know. Are we going to do anything? We should or are we do something. Make a plan? We'll make a plan. We'll make a plan. Okay. It's, oh, the other thing I wanted to say was that in um, Broward County, we every year there are resolutions passed. And yes. they had to pass resolutions for, for everything from, you know, yes. Teacher Appreciation Week to who knows what. And some of those are recognizing... Um, uh, Pride Month of June of recognizing LGBTQ History Month in October, um, the National Day of Silence. People showed up to support our amazing board members who were in support 
and, and supportive of our LGBTQ students, especially the amazing uh, Sarah Leonardi. Oh, and that resolution got passed despite um, the other side trying to come in and say some nasty things. And um, I think this is one of the, the first times where, where um, they were outnumbered at yeah. that meeting. Yeah. And um, it passed. And of course, the two DeSantis picks voted against it. And then the other loudmouth on that board didn't show up. So yeah, well, she was on the phone. It got disconnected. Brenda. Yeah. Fam. Here's the thing about Tori Alston, who I, I don't understand. He just, every time I'm, I sometimes I'll put those board meetings on and I'll just be listening to them as I'm working. Me too. And he never, he, let's, let's put this off till next meeting. Let's put mm-hmm. this off. He never wants to actually make a decision. No. He wants to just delay, delay, delay. You're an idiot. What the fuck are you doing there? Yeah. What the well, fuck? Make a decision. Be honest. He's always sitting there like smug, like, mm, go fuck yourself. <laughs> go fuck yourself. You, you're a worthless piece of shit. You're the kind of person that he's a pawn he's piece. He's a yes man. That DeSantis just puts yes. wherever he wants. Actually run for something and win. Yeah. That's a challenge to you, Mr. Alston. Yeah. Actually run and Fulgen Holy too. Run for something and actually win the election because you're unlikable. You're both incredibly unlikable people. Well, Fogan Holy goes assholes. Fogan Holy goes. He's speaking everywhere, and he always please. He's probably going to try to run for something. He always Good luck. Uh, uh, acts like a preacher. Yeah. No. Yeah. Nobody. He's always knows. invoking God. <laughs> yeah. Nobody cares. Go do that on yeah. your own time. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. Nobody wants. to I don't want to hear it on school board time. That's right. Sorry. You want to talk about God? Go to church. Go out, go to well, your home, go outside yeah. somewhere on the fucking corner Don't like a lunatic. on my school board. Yeah, nobody wants to fucking hear it. You, the, <laughs> the, the looks on these, their faces as if they're actually important. I know. The people who are <laughs> elected to office are the ones that actually matter. And, and the fact that they are even allowed to vote and make decisions on things that affect children and st- teachers in, this, in these classrooms is mind boggling to me. It's mind boggling. Get the fuck out. You're a loser, loser nobodies that nobody gives a fuck about. And soon you'll be gone. Oh, well, let's hope. No, they'll we be can out. Only hope. You're fucking like, they are, um, what's it called? Uh, obstructionists. Yeah. And that Brenda fam. She was elected. Fuck? She was elected. And I got to say, what's happening out there in that district? I know. What is happening out there? Y'all need to get your heads checked. This is who you decided, although the, the, the Democrat that ran against her, let's be honest. But uh, seriously, Still, can we get a better candidate out there? Thank you. Broward Dems, find somebody <laughs> to run against Brenda Fan. That's kind of important. I, I don't know what else you're doing, so maybe you could find the fucking candidate to run against her because it, that's actually necessary. She stands with Nazis. Yep. She's on the beach walking around with, with, with white, white supremacists. With white supremacists. Can we get her off the fucking Broward school board? She's and an idiot. she also encourages families to leave the district. Yeah. What don't, kind of school don't board Don't put member? your kids in Broward schools. What, bitch? What? <laughs> That's how you get paid, motherfucker. <sighs> oh my God, this lady. And she's, you know. She's in that's, 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 that's like we the, don't even listen, have to get into it. Don't. Just go look up her picture. That's right? just I don't, a trait, I don't know what's happening. It's, it's just it's, a trait of like white super, lady crazy eyes. Super conservative white women. Something happens and their eyes go yeah, crazy. I, I, I got I have a theory about these white, crazy conservative women. I don't think they sleep. <laughs> I think they stay up like this at night. They're coming for our children. Oh, and their eyes just go like this. <laughs> like I just think that they're like frazzled all night. They get, you know, obviously they're not getting a oh my god, by the way. 
Oh my God. I watched so many Rodney Dangerfield clips. Where he was going, <laughs> Dr. Body. He was saying, Dr. Vinny Boombots. He does this with his hand. Dr. Vinny Boombots. I, I, so good. I fucking loved it. All right. We Aww. better get, it's okay. now 40. It's almost 50 fucking minutes oh my of God. me ranting. All right. Let me, this will be short and sweet-ish. <laughs> I'm Richie, AKA Midnight Agent Raw. I'm Devin, AKA Special Delivery Dev. We're the Super Media Bros Podcast. And each week, we give a comedically informative take on movies, music, television, pro wrestling, and much more. Check us out at supermediabrospodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else that you can listen to podcasts. Shades on. We're off. All right, today, I'm going to tell you the story of the murder of Michael Galdieri. Ooh. Hi, Zon. Um, I think so. Okay. Michael Galdieri had been friends with a well-known political consultant, but their relationship took a sinister turn when a murder for hire plot was allegedly orchestrated against him. Oh, I might. So, this sounds familiar ooh, now. All so right. this story takes place in New Jersey. That's right. Come on. Jersey. So uh, Michael Galdieri was the son of former New Jersey state Senator James Galdieri. Yeah. And the family was pretty political as his grandfather was once a member of the New Jersey Special Assembly. Wait, this is the story. Remember I did the story about the family that was murdered, the, the older couple that was mur- murdered in their house. He was a Republican. Oh. And there was another yes. murder. That's this it. is it. Oh, this oh, is it. It's okay. connected. Okay. It's all okay. connected. It's all connected. <gasps> yes. It's the first time this has happened on the podcast. <gasps> it's so cool. Oh. I love it. And it's an, it was unsolved. It was a murder for hire. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right, so yeah. from what I've read about Galdieri, he was active in the New Jersey Democratic Party and worked on campaigns and even ran for a Jersey City Council seat in 2005, though he lost. Mm-hmm. A Hudson Reporter article noted that the night before the election, Galdieri was busted with drugs and weapons violations and ended up serving time. So he's like on the campaign trail, gets busted, and of course- That's, like, It sounds you know, like somebody called that in. It's over. Yeah. So the other person involved in this story is Sean Cattle. Cattle was very active in the New Jersey uh, Democratic Party- and worked on several campaigns. And according to a patch article by Listener, he and Galdieri worked together on, um, a bu- they just worked together on several different campaigns. Yeah. And and uh, Cattle had a political consulting firm and Galdieri worked for that political consulting firm uh, at the time of the murder. So Listener's coverage for Patch also noted that Cattle worked, um, the ca- some of the campaigns that he worked on was New Jersey State Senator Ray Lesniak, Democratic U.S. Senator Bob Menendez, and along with working with different super PACs and other nonprofits. So he's like in it, right? Like, and everybody in that sort of political scene at the time with the Democratic Party, like knew who this guy was, yeah. right? He's just someone that everybody knew. And like, we know people like that in sure. Broward, right? So it would be something like that. So the major incident, mm. Cattle, according to Listener's Patch article, hired George Bratsness to murder Galdieri in 2014 in exchange for money. Then Bratsness hired Bomani Africa to help. And according to the patch article, Cattle sent Bratsness to take out, to take him out. Basically Mm -hmm. is these two were friends. It wasn't like they just worked together. They were like long time friends for years and years and years and years. And he (sighs) hires this guy to take him out. And um, here's how things went down. Uh, Bratsinus and Africa stabbed Galdieri to death. And then they, uh, Bratsinus, I, I don't know if I'm saying that That's, name right. It doesn't matter, yeah. Started the fire to cover things up. 
After that, Cattle met up with the men at a diner and paid them off. Oh, a diner. Yeah. <gasps> so and New guess, Jersey. I know. So how much do you think they got paid to do this hit? Um, 50000 Nope. 10. A little more. 15. 15000 And then he had to give part of that money to the guy. Oh, it's not enough. Fifteen grand, and you just take somebody out? Yeah, For no. What? It's not worth and it. And then you get somebody else in on the job, so what? You're going to have $7,000? Yeah, no. No, 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 no. It's fucked up. So why would Cattle want his friend murdered? Well, NewJersey.com noted that blackmail was the motive, but blackmail for what? Mm. Friedman's article for Politico notes that Cattle offered a couple of reasons. So at first, he claimed that Galdieri was blackmailing him for money, saying, quote, he would go public about certain things he had seen, done, and heard while working on the campaigns. Okay. Cattle also claimed that Galdieri was going to rat out high political figures, and Cattle didn't want that to happen. But according to the article, it's like, no, like cattle, you know, oh, you're there protecting these other political figures because you don't want bad things to come out. Right. They're like, that's, you're full of shit. It's about you mm. and you not wanting things to come out about you. Woo. So he's trying to like twist the story. Girl. When everything was all said and done though, the truth finally comes out and Nancy Solomon reporting for the Gothamist writes that the motive was money and allegedly Galdieri was stealing from cattle. So the way things went down um for cattle and the two yahoos he hired um basically those two guys robbed a bank Mm -hmm. okay and they eventually like cop to this murder plot because like they rob a bank they're involved in this and like one thing leads to the another and that was it so i just wanted to read a little part of the obituary for galdieri michael was a kind-hearted gentleman that would help anyone in need in the community he was very passionate about politics Mm. So the charges were for cattle, one count of conspiracy to commit murder for hire. And despite the charges, he was allowed to remain on house arrest for $1 million bond. And somebody like paid that bond for him and let him just, and and people were pissed off. So ultimately in January of 2022, cattle pled guilty to conspiring to commit the murder for hire. And according to a political article, there seemed to be some speculation Um, the speculation, I guess, was why did he get to stay on house arrest? Like somebody pays this $1 million bond, but then they start speculating, oh, he's going to talk. He's going to start like, maybe it was political, you know, he's going to start spilling his guts about other stuff. So the judge is like, you know, judges aren't above that stuff. Right. So from what the article notes, he did offer his cooperation, but what came out of that was just basically like that there was some like politicians, former chief of staff who was involved in like wire fraud. So it wasn't like some anything huge. So even though like he offered this info, it didn't end up really helping his case, you know, at the end, as mm. far as his sentencing or things like oh that. My God. So Sean Cattle bought himself 24 years for orchestrating the murder. As far as two, the two men hired uh, to murder Galdieri, Bomani Africa got 20 years and George Bratzness received 16. The judge, John Michael Vasquez had this to say, This is one of the most unusual and certainly one of the most heinous crimes I've encountered as Mm. a judge. U.S. Attorney Selinger had this to say, despite being lifelong friends, Cattle paid to have Galdieri murdered because he thought that his own business interests were at risk. Today's sentence is just a punishment for a heinous crime and provides some measure of justice for the victim and his family. FBI agent James E. Dennehy said, quote, Regardless of any dispute or argument a person has with someone, hiring hitmen to solve it is not only cold-hearted and despicable, but also against the law. Yeah, call the police. The guy's I ripping mean, you off. Call the, report him to the police. Yeah, I mean, unless he was involved in some other shady stuff. That's what and, I'm you saying. You know what I mean? Like totally. there's something going on. Yeah, because he knows if he calls the police and they arrest him, this guy might spill the beans on something. Yes. Oh, here he might spill the beans on something else. Yes. 
So one thing that was interesting is that there was this other case that you covered. Yes. That was very similar to Galdieri, uh, where John okay. Sheridan. Episode 156 of the, the podcast. The former transportation commissioner and his wife were found murdered in a similar way. Yes. He was found stabbed to death in his home and an attempted fire yes. was, was happened to try to cover it up. So that's like, so now they're thinking that that cattle may have been involved. Yeah. But that brassness, that other, the brassness guy too. Yes. He's an older guy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right, so points of interest. One thing I found absolutely horrible was uh, Galdieri's sister's statement. And she said, basically, she felt such regret after realizing, quote, this person you cried and embraced at your brother's funeral was the one solely responsible for your brother's death. And she talked oh about how, God. like, he was there for her, oh, no, consoling no, 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 her. No, 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 and no, he's no. the one that did it. Mm-mm. And she's like, and years later, she's got to realize, like, that his friend did this and he's at my house and he's at the that's oh my god so fucked up isn't that messed up yes that's mm. so fucked up no you know he's at the repass and like this is what he's doing no, repass. No, no. like at the 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 wake oh okay i never um, heard somebody call it repass oh what's that mean like you walk past the body i don't know what's that an italian thing i don't know repass let's look it up yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is that let's see it sounds like a uh, repass oh oh the meal that you share after oh, the funeral. Okay, okay. Okay, there you go. Oh, I never heard that. Hey. I'm here for the meal. I'm here for... <laughs> I'm gonna have is to open go back to the goddamn it... Sopranos yeah. when Junior's on house arrest and he's trying to go to all the funerals, yeah. and then he ends up at some. There's somebody oh who's like like God. child died, yeah. and everyone's sad, and he's like, "Oh, this chicken is great." Yeah. And, then, and then Bobby's like, "What are yeah. you doing?" But the funny is, he call for like my cleaning lady's yeah. nephew or yeah. something yeah. like that. It's so stupid. Oh my God, Sopranos, so good. <laughs> Forget it. Um. <laughs> And then the other thing I didn't get into is Galdieri, he was suffering from drug addiction. You Mm. know, he was, he had that arrest, remember when he was running for office and it seemed like that he, that that maybe was one of the reasons that he was stealing or, you know, just, you know, not doing so well. But I didn't want to really like harp on it because despite that, there's no reason, you know, to kill a person if they're, you know, dealing with, which I consider it's an illness, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's it. Short and sweet, baby. Oh, Tina, that was really short and sweet. I, know. I hope I, you didn't cut anything out because I talked too much. No, 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 no. It was just How like, weird that it's connected to the story. As soon as you said area, I was like, that is something a higher, it's, hip a higher. That, yeah. that, that rang bells for me. And it's just crazy that this is like a politico and like it sent shockwaves like through the political community because like everybody knew this guy. He went to the meetings. He was around in the I neighborhood. Just, like everybody. Yeah. And when you saw like pictures of him, he's like so Jersey. Yeah. You know, like, you know, Mr. Cool. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he hires, oh. he hires somebody for 15 grand. And now, and he was, I think 45 oh. going to jail. Like he had kids, a wife, like, I went to like, the what si- are you doing? I went what to are this, you doing? I don't know. But I went to the science museum yesterday and they had a mummies exhibit. By the way, it was fucking <gasps> Wait, weird. Did you go to the great. Frost? Frost. Oh, I wanted to go to that. Was it's, it good? It's First of all, I did not expect what we... So it's like mummies, right? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, all right. So we go in the doors. You don't really see anything. Then you come around the corner. It's like, there's a dead body yeah. sitting here. What the fuck? And then they had like babies. Yeah. Anyway, one of the bodies, it was a 45-year-old woman. And I was like, God damn it. She looks better than I do. Even if she was like this, like all crunkled up. And her toes were all like fucking cringed in. I'm like, 45? Her skin looks great. <laughs> this is bullshit. Uh, 
But also, <laughs> what are we doing? There was a, there was one that looked like they just showed a piece of his foot and it looked like it was still alive. And then I started reading the thing and it was like, this was done in 1994 in the University of Maryland. Like they were trying to recreate how they would mummify these bodies in Egypt. And they, they took a, a, a cadaver that was donated and did all of the things that the Egyptians would do. And I was like, this is too real. It's too real. It's too real. They had shrunken heads. Oh, I love that. I love I, it, was, it was good. It was good. Ooh. Dude, I love going down to Miami. Like, I love it. I hate the drive. The drive sucks. Every time the, the overpass or whatever that, oh, the, you know, it's always and closed. Miss, and you can miss. The, it, it's so easy to, like, miss so, where you're yeah. supposed to get off. That one turn takes 20 freaking minutes But I minutes believe around. at the, the, if I'm not mistaken, you can now, like, really, like, hop on that bright line. And yeah. then what what is the one, the... The, the m- mover, metro mover? The metro rail. Then mm-hmm. you can, like, get on them. And the metro rail is, like, right there by Frost. Yeah. And, yeah, like, right is. there by, uh, like, Bayside mm-hmm. and all of that. Like, we went to we went to Wynwood first. I started looking on Friday. Because I took Friday off, which was amazing for me, by the way. Slept until 10 o'clock. Uh, my daughter comes in and she was like, uh, I was like, oh, my God. Let me get up. <laughs> uh, and so uh, we went down to Wynwood because we like look going to the murals yeah. all down there. And I started, but I had started looking at where we're going to eat. And I actually got to park right in front of this place. <gasps> it's called La, La Sanctuary, I think. Anyway, so fucking good. <gasps> so Good. And then we looked at all the murals and once then we drove over to Frost, which is like I don't yeah. know, a couple miles away. But oh, Miami is fun. such a it's such a what are we what was my son saying on the way back? It was it's colorful, it's unique, it's yeah. like vibrant, it's such yeah. a a wonderful city. Too it much is. construction downtown right now, but uh. still like such a great city. I mean, I'm not going to complain about the construction of Miami because that's what we do. Yeah. But still <laughs> I'm I I fucking love it down there. Yeah. I was thinking of doing that bright line just to like yeah. see. I know I did it before. I would take the tri rail yeah. back in the day and just go the metro down. mover is right next to the frost. I'm yeah, sure, like it's you right said. there. Yeah. yeah, and you can walk around down there. Yeah, I guess that's it. That is it. We got stuff to do. Uh, yeah, I got to go take three teenage yeah. girls <gasps> and my beautiful boy. We're gonna go watch Barbie. So, I. I, my daughter's like, I miss my friends. I said, have them come over tomorrow. You guys can go in the pool. Aww. I said, or oh, we could go watch Barbie. And she's like, <gasps> she's so excited. And she's like picking out her outfit and it makes me so fucking happy. So I'm going to pick up her little friends. It's going to be cute. And I got them tickets like in a row in, uh, away from us so they can sit by themselves. Yeah. It's very exciting. That's going to so be a nice. good day. Yeah, Aww. I'm excited. That's I love when my babies day. are with me. Oh, sweet babies. Okay. All right. So we'll see you later, alligator. Bye. Bye. If you want to see any photos or take a deeper dive into our stories, please go to our website, www.themuckpodcast.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Muck Podcast and on our Twitter at Muck Podcast. To support The Muck Podcast, please visit our Patreon page. We have three levels of support with exclusive content, Muckraker, Policy Wonk, or Bleeding Heart. We can't do this without you.